Is this because of the duck thing? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> oh, oh. I've not taken this hoodie off in a month and a half. And then when you're done, you feel the most shamed ever. There we go. Always fresh. What the, the story fuck is even classic, happening? Classic sort of story. It came out to high critical acclaim. And it's Pokemon Snap. If you're pressed to tank, it goes <laughs> Like, what Buddy. is going Buddy. on? I was on, I was on edibles. <laughs> Not a pornography. This is a podcast. Uh, and you got the name wrong again. I, I like your duck shirt. Thanks. It's a duck. Oh, is it my turn? Welcome to Two Dads and a Podcast. The this is vehicular a manslaughter. No, oh. don't do that. Oh. No, just drive it. Well, you know, a few of mine might have been involved. Probably. In, in yeah. Some it's like it's very likely. Yeah. You know what? Let's just get in. So today we're talking about our favorite <laughs> video game vehicles. Uh, that we're are excluding, not racing games. Right. And we're focusing on any game where you you drive a vehicle, not really focusing on any particular criteria. Like it doesn't have to be like you spend all day in the vehicle. No, nope. but as long as there's you know, a vehicle, you can transport yourself on or in said vehicle while playing the game. That that was essentially the criteria. It's very, very broad, actually. This is one of our most broad top fives we've done in a while. And I'm okay with that. I mean, I feel like we, we found the same place. Yeah, you know, the same much. sort of groove. We unintentionally sort of dis- like pushed out all the different ones that probably mean a little less. Mm-hmm. Or, or shouldn't mean as much and, and really found i mean i think my my list is like extremely uniquely me personally like it it follows like my sort of life in video games from the arcade to you know handhelds so what yeah. i think it's your turn to I, start. I believe it is my turn to start and my number five that we're going to start with is the ss ironen from song of the deep it's the submarine nice okay yeah. cool I, you know what? Who doesn't love a nice submarine? My number five is Red October. I'm kidding. I didn't do Hunt for the Red October. That was a terrible <laughs> fucking game. Don't ever play it. <laughs> no, I like but, yours better. Yeah. Um. the The game came out is a little indie game by Insomniac, and I say indie game by Insomniac. That doesn't sound right. right. But <laughs> you know, it, it was made by a small, much smaller team. And it was it was a Metroidvania style game, but the whole thing takes place underwater, and and the story is absolutely beautiful. You know yeah. this this Irish daughter and her father are you know he's a fisherman, and he tells her all these fantastical stories about these under underwater cities and all this crazy stuff going on, and he gets lost, and she believes that he's under the sea, and so she builds this little submarine this rickety submarine and you know what the two things there's there's one um sort of noun or uh, adjective i don't want to describe my submarine and that's rickety you know oh, no this thing's rickety <laughs> as shit go take a look at it take, that, go take a makes, look at it it's, yeah no it's I made of wood and like scrap metal it's great i don't i don't want the like main descriptive word of my <laughs> submarine to be rickety 
<laughs> well, I mean, it it turns out that I'm I'm pretty positive her submarine is kind of held in place because of the magic of the underwater peoples and oh, well, you know, I mean, when you got that yeah. going for you, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but Marin swim swims around in the ocean, and you know she solves puzzles on her own. But most of the game takes place in the submarine, and I enjoy that. And it, it was, you know, you upgrade it, you get, you can make it go faster and mo- have better mobility, or you can have stronger weapons as you, as you level up and collect experience throughout the game. And so it is an integral part of the game. Without the submarine, there is no game. And I really, really enjoy it. You know, it, it's a simple enough game for a Metroidvania. It, it's not as difficult as Castlevania or Metroid. But it was a very enjoyable game, beautiful, beautiful soundtrack and artwork, and I, I love the design of the little submarine. Nice. Okay, well, I'm kind of torn because I just, you describing this game made me think of another vehicle. So originally I had the Batmobile from Arkham Knight on this uh, list. That, that is, yeah, that's good. That's, that's a good vehicle. And that's because it doesn't matter that it's impossible to drive because you'll just drive through everything. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, you know? <laughs> dude, dude, when I first played Arkham Knight and you got to be in the Batmobile and you just run over everything and you're just exploding all these like automatic tanks that are coming at you. It just felt so <laughs> good. It was ridiculous. But well, I can't drive what, the what, thing what, for shit. What are you what are you what are you replacing it with? So I just remembered of this little game called Age of Empires 2. Now, you might be thinking <laughs> Age RTS, of Empires okay. vehicle? What vehicle? So there is a code that you could type in and it gave you basically Camaros with machine guns mounted on the hoods. Now this is a game changer for anybody doing any sort of campaign in Age of Empires 2. <laughs> I believe so it was Age of Empires 2. It might have been the first one. I'm going to have to replace the Batmobile because honestly, it's fucking impossible to drive. I cannot drive this thing to save my life. The <laughs> only reason I can make it from one end of the town to the other is because I just smashed through everything. So I'm switching yep. to the Chimera well, from Age of Empires with well, machine Well, if guns. you really want to get technical, it is the Cobra car, simply titled Cobra in the original game. <laughs> and it is Age of Empires 2. So, yes. It's, Was it it's, too? A, okay. it's a Cobra that's car. And it's I, got that's the one I made the most. Bullets. And it shoots bullets at people in Age of... Yeah, it's obnoxious. <laughs> it was, it was it's awesome. obnoxious. You know, when you're just going after Genghis Khan and you just keep getting demolished, uh, eventually you just got to throw out the fucking uh, car with machine guns and just scorch her <laughs> with it. <laughs> Sorry, oh, I man. I didn't have that prepared because I didn't expect it to pop in my head all of a sudden. But well, okay, so we'll that, number that's four. A, that's a fun one. That's a fun one. <laughs> <laughs> so my number four is from the Pokemon games, and no, it is not the the little hover thing from Pokemon. Is it the bike? It is specifically I, the Acro bike. Man, that was um that was on like my. Sort of, I, I almost wanted almost to include had it that. on there. Yeah. So this one, it, it's the, the acro bike, the trick bike, the dirt bike, whatever you want to call it. It's the one that you can hop or bunny hop around and you can do and wheelies that was on. In what, Ruby and Ruby, Sapphire? Yeah, Ruby, Sapphire, Emerald. Yeah. And of course, Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire, it's in there as well. But honestly, I just loved the fact that you could do little tricks and shit on it. 
you know, of course the 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 mock right. bike was faster, and that's cool. the one that you're using the most. But I loved just you know hopping over certain you know little hills and stuff and getting to areas that you normally wouldn't be able to i loved that element that they added it into was, the game yeah it was a very cool sort of different side of things where where they started after ruby and sapphire playing with this more where you needed to do different things to get to different places they actually kind of started it with the the cut and the rock smash and silver and gold but they they compounded it and yeah. they just kept well, building and building. And what was really cool with the the acrobike too is, you know, you could bunny hop with it and you could bunny hop through tall grass and it would still cause wild Pokemon to appear. But if you're like in the safari game or you're using repel, it doesn't yeah. count towards the steps for that if you're bunny hopping. So if you want to make your repel last forever so you never run into any wild Pokemon or if you want to get the most out of your safari you just bunny hop everywhere and it doesn't count towards the number of steps to end the safari game. Like I loved that element of it and, you know, kind of exploiting it almost. So right. it, yeah, <laughs> it, it was, it was really fun. And of course there is, uh, there was data for it in the fire, red leaf green, but they never actually included it. So the only, only generation you can get this is Ruby, Sapphire, Emerald, and then the remakes for it. So, right. That was a cool one, though. Definitely. Yeah, I wish I wish they had this bike in in, in other games, and they you know they did a little bit more towards so, this. So I'm gonna keep us in 1999 again. I'm just gonna stay here. I'm gonna hover here for a while. Crazy Taxi. So oh, this, man, this was out, almost on my list. This started out obviously <laughs> in the arcades, and that's my first time playing it. Was in the arcade, mm -hmm. and the, the awesome mm -hmm. thing was about it is like it introduced me to sort of. I was into this punk scene because of, oddly enough, Johnny Tsunami, who incorporated <laughs> some punk music, and Brink, who Fucking incorporated Johnny some Tsunami. punk music. And what, what was Everybody it? Everybody um, go watch that movie, by the way. Go watch it. As soon <laughs> as you're done good listening burger. to this. And so this game comes out, and it's with, you got The Offspring, you got Bad Religion. Oh, man, and, the know, music in in the game was fantastic. That was just the late nineties things. I mean, because you had Tony Hawk games coming out with with these crazy like Dead Kennedys and fucking uh Misfits Man, the and licensed stuff like that. soundtracks you got in games in the late nineties and early two thousands was crazy. So much superior. <laughs> so good. Now then people realized they could charge an arm and a leg for it and people stopped licensing music for that. But this but, game was like one of those where like you the more crazy stunts you did, the better your tips were. And it was yeah. just a great <laughs> old lady it, cheering you on as you're doing like backflips off of fucking <laughs> ramps. Right. Love and it. if you if your parents wouldn't buy you like Grand Theft Auto or anything, this was as close as you could get to doing something crazy oh, yeah. in a Dude, car. We, we had the we had the Sega Dreamcast and we had Crazy Taxi on it and I think it was ready to rumble. And those were the only, we had other games, but those are the only two games we played. It was crazy taxi <laughs> and ready to right? rumble and fucking so, loved the game. It was so ridiculous. Yeah. This one's just nostalgia based for me. That that's about it. So what do you got next? Well, next would be number three and my number three takes it back a little bit, a little earlier than 99 and the original twisted metal. I'm going with sweet tooth. I had to go with Sweet Tooth. Perfect. I, you have dude, to. it's so iconic. It's such an iconic vehicle. The game was just obnoxious and ridiculous. And 
Contrary to popular belief, the driver of Sweet Tooth is not named Sweet Tooth. It's Needles Kane, and he's a fucking clown killer. Well, he's a clown and he's a killer. He doesn't kill clowns. <laughs> he might. I don't know. He's right he, on that uh, John Wayne Gacy sort of. He's uh, kind of mentality I, I, that they grew up with. <laughs> I, I don't Just think Needles Kane differentiates his victims, so he might kill clowns too. But it's so iconic. If you think Twisted Metal, your immediate thought of Twisted Metal is Sweet Tooth. The flaming clown, you know, head popping up on the top, the, you know, ice cream truck with the spikes on the front and everything. It's easily the most iconic. And yeah. I I love it. I absolutely love it. Definitely. And one of the really fun things with this is it's so iconic that it is now a playable vehicle, a playable car in Rocket League for the PlayStation 4 now. Just for the PlayStation 4, I believe. But you can actually get Sweet Tooth in Rocket League now. And nice. the thing is, in the stats for Sweet Tooth were, were not very good at all. You know, his Who special cares? weapon was really good, but his speed sucked, his handling sucked, his armor was almost perfect, but that was it. But he was just so fun to play <laughs> as, and he's so iconic. Well, my number three is taking us into the realm of zombies with Dead Rising 2, and that is the slice cycle. It's such a basic yet ingenious concept. You put chainsaws on a dirt bike and you kill some fucking zombies. Yeah. What else can you ask for? I mean, chainsaw bike, zombies, vroom vroom, (laughs) I mean, perfect. So the game obviously came out, what, like 2010-ish time, and they really, they they channeled their inner Mad Max with this one, and they made something so simple, yet so beautifully, like, obvious. Like, why why wouldn't you? I mean, that would be a great way to cut through some crowds. Chainsaws on a motorcycle, I mean, that sounds perfect. You got a thousand like count kill count, so you can really just mow down some hordes of zombies, and then it, it's perfect. It, it is the perfect vehicle for zombie apocalypse. Because really, if you get stuck with the car, there's if you hit a, a dead end or if you hit a place that's blocked with cars, you're kind of out of options. With a dirt bike, you're not. You can fit through some spaces. You can oh, go yeah. off road and off terrain. And so Dude, one that, thing I, I always did in video games that have that I always do in video games that have motorcycles or smaller vehicles is I try to get them in everywhere that I could possibly get them that they're not supposed to. Be. Right. <laughs> like that exactly. Is, that is the ultimate goal. You know, where can I get this damn thing where it's not actually supposed to be? That's kind of why I um, loved playing the Days Gone game that came out a couple years ago. And that motorcycle was almost on the list, but it didn't have chainsaws on it. So out you go. Yeah. But not as it's cool. Really, like, not as cool. It makes a good a statue, though. Apocalypse. I have the statue somewhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you're in a zombie apocalypse, your better option is a motorcycle. One, if you flip it, you're not going to get as hurt if it lands on you as like a, a ATV or something like that. Mm-hmm. Two, it'll go further on less gas. You oh, can yeah. carry extra gas with you if you need to. And three, like you can get around things that a car can't get around unless you get like a, you know, very strong, sturdy vehicle with some, um, what do you, the snow plow stuff on it. You know, maybe you can just clear your way out, but it's not as easy as it sounds. You know, and a dirt bike, you know, it's got the, it's got traction. So if it is snowy, it's going to be able to get through that. 
you, you, if so, you hit a muddy road on a on a you know bad enough road, you, you could get your car stuck. If you get a motorcycle, if you get a a, a fucking motocross bike stuck, you just pick it up and move it down the road. <laughs> just get the fuck out of here. <laughs> All right. So we are on to number two. Number two. So number two is a classic. It is iconic. It is the Warthog from Halo. Oh, nice. So let's let's chew this fat, okay? Because my number two is not the Warthog. It's the Banshee, but it's still oh, from Halo. Oh, yeah, dude. We're going to 2001. Mm, Banshee. Yep. Oh, so that was close. Same, that was same close. Console. Well, the, yeah, the you Warthog had to pick, is... You had to pick something. You, yeah, I'm Halo sure of Halo vehicle Warthog is iconic. had to be on the on our lists. If it was, if Warthog you didn't have one iconic. on yours, I would have been You'll disappointed. Absolutely. Um, and, and that's the thing. Like, it's it's iconic. It's one of the first vehicles you get to drive around in in, in the games. Like, it yeah. is one of the first. It's got a few different types. You know, you have the Gatling gun, you have the Gauss cannon. So there's a few different ones that, you know, different weapons and stuff. And later yeah, on, they, you they can even customize it with different you know, paint jobs and styles and, and, and you could have a passenger with whatever weapon they had also, mm-hmm. you know, so, mm-hmm. so you're not just capped by one thing, but my, my only problem with the warthog is you are, you, you're no better than the worst person on that vehicle with you. So oh, dude. <laughs> if, if you're stuck with somebody who sucks, or in my case, if you're stuck with my son on the back, you're you're just trying to run everybody over because it's it's a waste of time. They're they're not shooting anything down. I mean, come on, let's let's face it. If you're the driver, <laughs> your whole goal is to run people over, no matter what. True, true, true. <laughs> or you, you know, sometimes it's easier to keep a little distance so that they, if you have a good gunner, you just want to keep a distance and keep them positioned so they they don't have to move too much. But also, if you got a driver who fucking sucks. <laughs> then you're just running into a bunch of shit and flipping over and killing yourself. Dude, the- I, I think one of my <laughs> funniest moments with the fucking Warthog was I started up, I'm playing Legendary, right? I'm going through this campaign yeah. and I hop in and, you know, because I need to be the gunner because the area that we're in, if if it's the AI, you're just going to die every time. So I'm like, all right, yeah. I'm going to be the gunner. And I hop in, I get up on the back, I, I'm, I'm ready to go, and he literally just drives us off a cliff. Like, straight <laughs> off the cliff. Didn't even try to turn or anything. The AI was just like, we're dying! I see where this is going. Yeah, we're, we're done. We're, I'm driving this in the right direction. <laughs> like, this is a futile effort. We've done this 18 times already. We're, no. Sorry, you John. on you. <laughs> Sorry, no, Master I Chief. Love, I love the Warhog, and if you're thinking <laughs> Halo, that is the emblematic vehicle. That is the one you think of. It's the most popular. Mine is the Banshee, just because from the second you hear it, like, oh, dude, you're either fucked or you're like, oh, God, I'm getting me one of them. If you're lucky <laughs> enough in that first meeting with one to somehow snipe the driver low and enough not that it doesn't the, yeah. destroy <laughs> and you get that fucking sneak peek into it man but regardless for me it just symbolized freedom in that game oh yeah because you could fly wherever you know it had right. the multi multi shot you had the the missiles and then you had yeah. like the plasma rifle and you could just fucking fly around and do yeah. whatever crazy stunts but in multiplayer the- if you got one if if they 
if you played with them on certain levels, you could fly to places that nobody else could get to. And if you oh, were yeah. a good sniper, you got the sniper rifle and the pistol. You get up there, you jump out onto this uh, little rock face, and then it falls. You're, I mean, it's gone. But you can sit up there and snipe some motherfuckers all day long <laughs> and have some fun. So it's just kind of. I do want to continue on the vein since we've talked about two different. I will say, going back to what you were talking about with smaller vehicles and video games, one thing with that I liked in Halo: The Ghost, being able to get that thing in areas you you definitely. Oh my goodness! I've got a. I I think I have a clip on on Twitch that I was playing online with Hellhound and. Okay. We both had ghosts and we're trying to... Was it Hellhound or was it uh, Was it Not So Big Man? I, I can't remember. No, it's okay. This is a 30-minute podcast. Take as long as you want to uh, appreciate figure that it. out. Appreciate it. Uh, <laughs> but we were, I was playing online and we both had ghosts and we have already gotten them into an area that you're not supposed to have ghosts in. Right. And it's so just we're... the brilliant design of, of sort of like a star wars like hover vehicle like you we literally got got to this big ass door with a width that you could only get like one player through at a time and we figured (laughs) out how to clip it (laughs) in there and we got it fucking through man it was yeah you led yourself to to uh (laughs) the the right sort of thing no i have 100 percent. you could do that with the warthog in some places too yeah they the the problem with the warthog though is uh, likely you will flip and kill yourself eventually so, yes eventually yeah trying to do that so i mean the vehicles in halo at the time were extremely inventive and cool and absolutely, absolutely. so that brings us down to number one number one so my number one is broad and it's only broad because i didn't pick a specific singular one of it no, yeah that's cool 100 percent. i understand that but it's the airship from the final fantasy series all right and I say airship in general because every single game has an airship. They do. Every single one. And each one is a little more unique. Each one has some different stuff. You know, Final Fantasy IV, you even had a fucking lunar whale. You had a giant whale that was an airship <laughs> for you. You know, it was ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, space whales have been a thing for a very long time. Let's be honest here. Right. But, Remember Futurama, whalers yeah. on the moon. <laughs> but I just, I love the concept of the airship and being able to, you know, take it. And some of them, they, they worked both in the water and in the air. Some of them only worked in the air and you right. couldn't take it in the water. So it was Those truly just ones. an airship. And the design, watching the designs of these go from literally, it just looks like a generic pirate ship with a couple propellers on it to being this huge, badass, steampunk looking city on yeah, a fucking, they, like... They really, like, oh, man. You, you think of, what was that meme? Why do Why does every alternate reality have, like, hot air balloons? They really get that steampunk sort of ghibli they have a lot of like hot air balloons like really oh, yeah. mecked out cool i mean we could we could take sort of airship stuff. out of video games and go elsewhere but the the most iconic video game airships that you have it's final fantasy definitely they it's they're striking they are extremely striking i 100 percent agree so yeah, I mean, I, I know it's a very broad term. You know, if I had to pick a singular one, 
I, I, it would probably actually be the lunar whale because in the remake they changed it into this like badass black ship. It was just really cool looking. <laughs> that yeah. and Sid's ship in Final Fantasy X, that one was really, really cool as well. Really enjoyed that one. But so I, I just, I love airships, man. If you had to guess what my number one would be, what would your guess be? Um, hmm. Oh, let's see. If I had to pick your number. If I said it was already on one, your list. It's, it's the bike from Pokemon. No. <laughs> no. no don't play stupid <laughs> so this has already been tooth. a top for me because obviously when we discussed our deep dive from system to system twisted we talked metal, about twisted metal pretty in depth one of my favorite all-time games it, i think it was my favorite for that system and so sweet tooth obviously is going to represent my favorite all-time vehicle because my parents would not have they they would have fucking flipped out if they seen this video game and watched us just shooting fucking fire and shit at each other and, and they would not have been okay with it and it was it represented everything that my rebellious youth just yearned for right here in this fucking killer clown demon ice cream truck as it's described and it's just <laughs> perfectly emblematic for what I aspired to be when I grew up. Um, not the killer clown part. We're, we're not talking John Wayne Gacy or anything like that. Uh, I mean, we're, we're talking maybe a little bit. <laughs> maybe a little bit. But no, yeah, no, dude, I do not have... and, dude, what was so sweet, pun intended, yeah. Yeah. With, with Sweet yeah. Tooth is the evolution of the car. Once you got to, what was it, Twisted Metal Black, it turned into yeah. Sweet Bot, and this is just... Giant <laughs> clown robot murderous Ain't truck man. thing. The fucking evolution oh, of of the character also because I mean originally their original designs he didn't have fire hair he just had like green hair he was a clown and stuff like that he had a yellow jacket. He, it kind of reminds me of the he, he, the new Joker a little bit. <laughs> oh yeah, well it's like you see. These guys, like, they created this character that they didn't expect, to, or they, they created this vehicle, because originally it was just a vehicle. Yeah, and for, it, for I mean, first designs, and they didn't expect such a reaction. You know, I think, like, when you talked about, like, the stats weren't the best, that's because I don't think they expected it to be as popular as it was. But honestly, you have this sort of fucking combination of stuff coming together in that time period and in the mid to late 90s. It's just it's boiling. You know, it's the perfect sort of soup of fucking awesomeness. Yeah. Which is ironic because I don't even like soup. <laughs> Soup's amazing. What are you talking about, dude? Hey, hey, it's just poured in a cup. I'll drink then, it. All right, that's that's fair. Pour in a cup. I'll be cool. <laughs> sure. You know, like we like we've said, Sweet Tooth was just so iconic, so much fun, and, and the character, you know, Needles Kane being the the killer clown with flaming hair, and it, it's just all kinds of fun across the board. Yep. And now I got to go play that game again. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm like itching to play that myself. <laughs> I think the PlayStation Classic has that on there too. I have that. Maybe I is maybe it I can included that with the PS Plus because I have PlayStation Plus. 
accidentally i forgot to cancel the subscription i didn't know it was a subscription i thought i was paying like for xbox the old ways you'd pay for six months and then you can, that was it you can pay for a year with playstation and it's cheaper that right, way but I, I paid for six months and then i got an email a couple weeks ago saying oh. congratulations we re-upped your subscription I, I didn't subscribe to anything they tricked me they they tell you when you sign up so it's your it's fault for small not tiny print down at the bottom of the screen it's your fault <laughs> but guys, their fault <laughs> well guys as always you know well, let guys, us know as what always, your you know uh, let us know what your um <laughs> wait no, no let me do a thing let me do a thing let me lead you in let me hand it off let me give you the baton the baton sure go for it well, i gotta think of a good one so yeah i mean that's my number one sweet tooth and if you have a sweet tooth for vehicles let us know what it is on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, 2dap2020 at gmail.com. You can comment on your YouTube videos. Did you freeze or are you pausing for me? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, and if you want to see my sweet tooth, subscribe to our Patreon where I eat bowls of sugary, delicious cereal. You know, when we come back. is to be determined. It, you know, one of them's Fruity Pebbles, and that is delicious. So you can... Okay, Just, that that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> when we come back from our little like staycation, sort of, we got some summer stuff going on, and so these episodes m- might be be a little more spread <sighs> out than normal. Yeah, it's perfect timing because we're picking up a lot of steam and getting a lot of new net listeners. So obviously, let's take a break now. But you know what? For five dollars, you can find extra uh, long interviews from interviews, sort of like um. We got this so perfectly timed out. Play the thing. Play the thing. You're talking about next time on Two Dads and a Podcast. We have an incredible interview with Alex Moore. She is multifaceted. She is a a theater performer. She's done, you know, live movies and television, anime voices. She she LARPs, (laughs) which is pretty freaking awesome. And she also does like radio shows and shit, which is really freaking cool. I, I like that. I'm I'm excited to see more of more of that stuff going forward. So keep an eye out for next episode where we have that wonderful interview with Alex Moore. And as always, guys, thanks for listening. We love you all. <laughs>